and welcome to the podcast that covers everything football. Today, I'm your host, Sebastian, and I'm joined by my brother, Roman. Hi. And today, we're going to be um, talking about transfer rumors and to be confirmed transfers. Um, and this episode is called Rumors Galore, part one. And we're going to have a part two um, coming out, I hope, on the same day this comes out, maybe the next day. But um, we'll see what happens. Um, we're going to um, talk about the transfers, uh, talk about stats, and then we're going to we're gonna tell you um, if, they, if the person would fit into the team or we think that there's no chance of this uh, tra- transfer going through. Let's dive into it. Transfer tactics. Transfer in this episode is Erling Bart Haaland going to Chelsea. This one has surfaced over the past five days, and I say this is a reasonable transfer because the Blues' current fours have been in a rough patch, and Haaland is playing some of the best games in his career. The first reason is that Thomas Tuchel has come in, and he was he's German, and has formerly coached at Borussia Dortmund. So maybe you can cut a deal with the executives, um, or the um, transfer director or technical director or something. And um, also, maybe he can cut through to Haaland, and and uh, since he obviously played at Dortmund, he can bring some of Dortmund ways, and it might not be so hostile for Haaland to come in and come in straight. Um, he's had a perfect goal to appearance ratio with 12 starts and a sub-start in the Bundesliga, and uh, 14 goals, and Chelsea would need that accuracy. Uh, Chelsea currently have three strikers in Timo Werner, Tammy Abraham, and Olivier Giroud. Uh, Chelsea will try and move on Giroud in the summer for a fee in the pack of ten million, but his contract is running out. So if they send him on a new contract, I don't. I, that's very, very unlikely with Tuchel coming in. Uh, maybe he'll keep him in. I don't know, but um, I think he's just gonna be a free agent. But they could send him in the um in the pack of about ten to eight million pounds. Um, Timo Werner has been underperforming, um, while having sixteen thousand three sub starts in the Premier League. He's only. Ha- um, had four goals and assist and a 2.2 uh, shots per game ratio, which, while in the Bundesliga, Haaland pulling 3.5 shots per game. Um, Timo Werner, um, when he came to Chelsea in the summer, was almost triple um, the amount that um, Dortmund brought in Haaland for. And... Um, that's just dis- that's um, disappointing. But with Tuchel coming in, um, I think the main one of the main reasons that um, it was between Julian Nagelsmann and um, the um, young uh, German coach is because they could turn around Kai Havertz and Timo Werner, who are some of the um, biggest uh, transfer um, players that come um, from Germany um, to the Premier League and Chelsea. Um, but still in free is Tammy Abraham, who has played well with Warner on good days, yet playing better, way better than Warner, with 9 starts and 7 sub-starts, which is a total of 16 starts, having 6 goals and 1 assist. Um, if Haaland were to come to London right now, I think Chelsea would revert to Werner playing as a right winger, because he's quick and has gotten 4 assists, and, and he would be a William-type player who can come in and score goals, but is very good at crossing and can take corners if needed. Um, Tammy and Erling would play two on the top, and one can drop or play more to the right or left. Um, I think this transfer could go through, but it would have to be this year if they wanted to buy him, um, like and get him um, on eighteen or eighty or ninety million. Because in twenty twenty two, that's um, that's when his um, buyout clause 
um, or release clause um, comes into play of 70 million euros, I think. So then all the clubs will be looking out for him and that he'd have to choose. But I think if Chelsea can come in with a straight on 90 million or 80 million bid, uh, they can swoop him right through. I think this transfer could go through, um, but, uh, but there's obviously the fact that um, um, there are bigger clubs than Chelsea, like Real, Barcelona, and Man U, um, in the sense that they have greater heritage and whatever. Um, but I see this going through. Not this year, obviously, but um, in the coming seasons, maybe. Um, Roman, what do you think about this? Um, Seb, I agree, I agree with you a bit because Warner has been underperforming and um, but Tamir Brown has been playing good, Tamir Brown and Drew, but trust you really need him to strengthen team lot and you're right, um, Thomas Tuchel used to be Dortmund coach and um, and I think he knows Warner's tactics and stuff. Yeah, and I think Warner can fit into the team very well. Um, um, he can play well with Tammy Brown. What I mean, Holland can okay. play good with Tammy Brown. Yes. Okay. So on to the next transfer. Next transfer in the episode is Romelu Lukaku to City. Flat out no. Uh, normally, I would say my verdict at the end, but flat out no. Lukaku is about twenty-seven. Um, he's going to turn twenty-eight soon, and he's playing un- unbelievably for Inter, getting twelve goals and in 14 starts and 3 sub starts and getting 3 assists as well even having a 2.7 2.7 stops per game um in his latest matches getting goals against Fiorentina, Crotone, Spezia, Cagliari and a win against Napoli compared to the Manchester side he would be with two world class strikers in Gabriel Jesus and Sergio Aguero Aguero not getting goals this season um and getting COVID uh, in his five starts in the Prem, uh, having a 0.8 shots per game. And um, it looks like uh, his contract's not going to be renewed and he's going to go back to Boca or, um, uh, I don't know if it's Boca or Internacional in Argentina, but he looks to be going back there. Um, He's had an injury. He had an injury at the start of the season and obviously contracted COVID and um, fallen down the pecking order in, in that way. Um, also, um, they have Gabriel Jesus, who starts 10 times, he started 10 times this season, get getting um, two goals and one assist. Lukaku could come into this team and be the hero and take them to the top. But, um, yes, I think he'll be loyal to United and not go after having great two years there with Pogba and, ever, and whatever. Also saying he'd not go to Manchester. Uh, Roman, what do you think about this? Um, I agree with you. I don't think they need Romelu Lukaku because there's a lot of good players from the academy. Like for example, Foden came up from the academy and now he's shining. He scored. He scored some goals in the season. And um, Romelu Lukaku, you're right. He's getting a tiny bit old and um, and I think they don't need him because um, somebody. Either Jesus and Aguero can play too, or Jesus, because Aguero has, play, um, he hasn't scored any goals this season, and um, I I don't think he's gonna do well this season, Aguero. But um, I think Rom Lukaku might not come because he's already good where he is in Inter Milan. Okay, good answer. Um, also, uh, I would I want to say that um, 
if Lukaku were to come, they would probably play, I think, maybe a two on top. Um, and if um, Jesus is out for whatever reason, um, they can play him one on top. And then uh, I think he would, he would play well with Foden behind him. And then um, having uh, Gundogan and... Um, and uh, Rodri coming in as well, but obviously the crosses from Mares and um, what's the guy on the left called again? Um, Mares and somebody else. Off. Uh, I forgot his name. Um, please don't write me in voice messages or whatever. But um, also, Jaden Sancho came from the academy, so um, that shows that um, the academy is not short of um, good players. Sterling, Sterling, I'm so sorry, Sterling. Um, her good crosses and um, all of that. The third transfer was originally good when I started writing this, um, this uh, these ideas. Um, uh, a few days ago, but obviously a lot of cha has changed. But it's who's uh, Emiliano Wendia to Arsenal. Um, obviously, following the near imminent departure of, uh, well, it's already happened of Mesut Ozil to Fenerbahce. Arsenal are in the market for new number ten. They have tried to fill in the gap. Ozil has left, even while in the club, learning in Dennis Suarez and not working, only making three to five appearances. I think two years ago. Then the next year, learning in Danny Ceballos, a promising youngster for Real Madrid and Betis. Um, this signing worked out crazily, but he drifted into a calm passing number eight position, um, which was good. But he wasn't actually wasn't playing like forward, forward, forward play. But he would come in to take corners and all of that. But he would most mostly pass into dangerous areas, but um, not not coming in and trying to come into the box and score. Um, also getting loose Lucas Torreira for about 26 million euros or 25.8 million euros from Sampdoria a few years ago, who wasn't really creative and didn't integrate into the team. Um, now he's at Atletico Madrid. Um, people have said that he didn't fit in because of the language and all of that. Um, that's why they went. Uh, they put him in Atletico Madrid. But obviously he hasn't played and a lot of people are worried about his game time. So I think he should leave the club Um and go to a club like Villarreal or Valencia, who he can get more game time for and um, be more creative. Um, so they've uh, this mostly started when um, Santi Cazorla departed the club after his horrific injury. Um, I think twenty seventeen or twenty sixteen. Um, now they're looking for the young young players under the age of twenty four, twenty five to be a long term replacement for Ozil. Um, Emiliano Buendia uh, stunned the Prem with his quick and creative style, and many clubs were after him. Um, Norwich got demoted, but Daniel Farke upped his price um, tag, trying to retain him. He has seven goals and six assists in 21 appearances in the Championship, and also three and also three shots per game, and 77.6 pass success rates, which is unbelievable for a player of his size and description at a club like Norwich. Farke, um will listen to an up to. 50 million pound bid, but he doesn't think that he will leave before the summer. At a meeting um, with with Sky Sports, he said that there was a 99% chance that he'd stay before June. I say he should stay till next season, depending on his situation and not situation. Um, but uh, I think that um, with Odegaard coming in, he came in, uh, the official announcement, the pictures and all of that um, came out earlier today. And... Um, He's only staying for six months. Real would definitely not let him go. Um, even if Julian Yagelsmann comes out in comes in the summer, he will not let the um, the Norwegian go. 
Um, I think Emi Buendia will be a good long-term replacement because um, I think he'll fit into Arsenal. Um, and I feel like they Arsenal might sell Pepe, um, uh, uh, um, who's playing on the right, for Emma Smith Rowe to come and play in. And if they want to sell somebody big to get some more money after they only got like a few million from Ozil, but in the long term, his wages um, are gone. And also um, Papadoulos, um, Socrates, left the club. But I think that Bendia um, should come in and he will be a great in the Arsenal shirt. Roman, what do you think about um, Emiliano Bendia? Um, I think I think they need Bendia a bit because I think he'll fit in with the club a bit. Because um, I think he'll fit in with the club a bit because he's a really good player. And um, he... He's a really good player, and with all their uh, counter attacks, yes. with Laka, um, Aubameyang, Saka, and now Smith Rowe and Pepe, um, they're a very quick team, and um, and Bodia can show that pace, um, and I think that he'll he'll be a very good transcreator. Yes, yes, and I think he can, um, like he can do quick pass and he's really fast. So if there's a good counter attack, he can. He's not really fast, but he can. But you can, he can, um, he can uh, get the job done in terms of speed. Yes. Okay, thank you, Roman. And uh, now we'll go on to the next transfer. This transfer is who's is Husamawa to Arsenal, which doesn't include Bundia, but he's also a number ten. So um, he's been on everybody's radar since twenty seventeen when he was an um, eighteen year old um, starter at um, Olympique Lyonnais. Um, Leon, he almost went to Arsenal last summer, but it didn't go through. I would rate, I would rate him at fifty to sixty million euros. Well, obviously, I'd rate him lower, but um, football and um, overall, Leon uh, rates him at a 50, 60, 70 um, million euro price tag. But he'd be a great addition to Arsenal uh, this season, getting three goals and assists and a two point four shots per game and an eight five point three pass success rate in sixteen League One appearances. I think if they can't pull off Bundia. Uh, they can get Husum Awar um, as, as a long, long, long-term replacement as he's still 21 and a few years younger than um, um, Emiliano Benia. I don't think Roman needs to comment on this um, since we already know what's happening. So, um, on to the next round. Apparently, Rom apparently, Roman still does have a comment, so Roman, what's your comment? Um, my comment is that I think Husum Awar can fit in, fit in with the team a bit because... Um, He's a cam, right? And um, maybe... He, when cam, CM, number 8, number 10, doesn't really matter. Yeah. You can play any. Yeah, and um, if there's, like, two def a defender in front of him, he can do a quick pass to the back, or um, he can pass to Pepe, that's on the right right wing. Yeah, so yes. and I see French, and obviously the team has been based on um, French players since... Um, uh, early 2000s, uh, late 90s, um, yeah. when Wenger came in. So they always have that French um, influence. Yeah, and he was that. Yeah, they have Laka, um, uh, on, uh, um, Aubameyang, all of these French speaking players like Pepe, and he fits in great. And obviously, uh, I think Awa was at Lyon when um, Lacazette left, so maybe that could be a partnership. But um, let's go on to the next transfer. Yeah. Confirm this time. The fourth transfer in this episode is going to be Delhi Ali to from Spurs to Panasonic. This transfer has obviously escalated um, after being rumored last summer while Thomas Tuchel was in charge. Um, but right after Christmas, Tuchel was sacked and Poch, um, Mauricio Pochettino entered the managing seat. Uh, Mauricio was a manager for uh, Spurs for about five seasons. 
and now I want to Deli Ali and Fat Sun. Um, obviously, Ali's been playing at Spurs for a long time. Um, so, uh, I say yes. Obviously, Delhi has had a hard time under Jose and only getting around 75 minutes um, of playtime in the Premier League, not even one full game in the Prem. Um, he's now 23, not 19 year old, who scored that banger against um, Palace in 16 17 or 15 16. Um, now he, wa he wants game time, and I can understand why he wants to leave. Um, yet, Daniel Levy and um, the Spurs club. Uh, want him to fight for his place, but obviously Tangi, Indo Miller, Harry Wings, and um, Giovanni Lokelso, and if needed, Musa Sissoko are ahead of him in the pecking order uh, in number eight and ten positions. Um, this is very concerning, only getting 239 minutes this season, and for a player whose promise and prowess has been so great in um, uh, former seasons, I, f I feel like he needs to show this and um, obviously go to a new club. So, um, PSG, on the other hand, have five or six uh, centre mids who are getting game time, like Leonardo um, Paredes, Danilo Pereira, uh, Ander Herrera, Marco Verratti, Idris Gay. They're looking to strengthen the attacking line. Pablo Sarabia has practically moved to the wing and hasn't played a game this season in camp. And Rafinha has only played eight games at centre, has played eight games at centre mid and seven games at um, left mid with Julian Draxler. Um, either going to be sold or terminated, probably, uh, you know, his transfer, his contract ends a season, so, um, and I've been hearing some uh, rumours about um, a Guendouzi uh, Dracula swap, um, Guendouzi going to PSG, and um, uh, this leaves a gap for creation mid, um, number 10, or Cam, this is where Dali Ali comes in, from our sources, they say that he'd go for a six-month loan, I say this is a good deal, and, um, uh, what I wanted to say earlier was that Delhi Ali. Um, oh, actually, I forgot what I was going to say earlier. Um, but, oh, yeah, Tuchel, he's now at Chelsea, as I've obviously said. And um, the, it's, and the transfer rumour has dumped down um, since um, the early weeks of January. But um, it's now escalated again since um, it's the final days and Poch is very keen about this and the, um, the talks have advanced. So, Roman, do you want to say anything about this? Um, yes, I think Dele Ali will fit into the squad. He will have a good combination with um, Paradas, and um, I think he'll have he also have a good combination with a cardio bit because um, I know Dele Ali is um, a bit fast and also he um, he's a good he knows how to cross and take a corner and knows how to pass so for example like if there's a corner he can do a quick course into a cardi and maybe a cardi can score yeah. yeah so I think he'll be a good addition to yeah. the team uh, he's been a very good player over the years. Uh, I know that from experience because uh, he scored against Chelsea so many times during Christmas. That, is, uh, that hurts me. But um, I, I obviously, as I said, it's going to be a good deal. So now to one of the final transfers of the episode. The last transfer is David Alaba going to Real Madrid, which should be confirmed very soon. David Alaba has played 29 games this season, but has been playing okay, only getting um, 0.8 tackles, 1.4 interceptions, 86% uh, pass success rate, uh, 3.4 long um, 
balls a game and 1.8 clearances a game. Um, well, uh, if in terms of stats, this this is good. But if you think uh, in a real field, only getting as a left back or centre back or even if a, as a defensive mid, not even get get barely getting one tackle again game and only getting uh, one, uh at least one interception and uh two clearances a game, uh is is okay. But he's been very versatile as I've said, playing as a centre back, left back left mid, defensive mid and attacking mid. Attacking mid, I was very surprised when I heard this, but there's no denying that this is what Real Madrid needs. Um, they need a player that can be solid for four years, can play anywhere um, from the centre of the park to the tip of the box. Um, Alaba has, has always played around 30 games a season, which is good, not showing any injury, not showing a injury prone shape. He's uh, he's already agreed as two hundred thirty thousand um, euro a week contract, which is a lot on a four year deal. Uh, what do you guys think? Obviously, sorry. Obviously, um, he has um, he has said that um, it was supposed to be confirmed last week or whatever. But um, he said that he wants to hear uh, from Barca because he he, uh, he obviously Real Madrid is his uh, idolized club or Barca. But he said he wants to hear from Barca first. And Liverpool look like they might come in for a last minute sweep. But um, that's still to be confirmed. David Alaba is a great player. Been at uh, Bayern for like eight, seven years. And um, he's, he's been a world-class defender. Always been a world-class defender. And we want to see what he can do at Real. And also Marcelo is getting um, older. And he's going to leave the club soon. Um, and Fulham Mandi uh, has been playing great. I I think that's the side. Yeah, that's the side that um that he will be playing. And Fulham Mandi can use the experience and uh, maybe he can go out on loan uh, to help grow him. But Roman, what do you think? Um, I think that David Alba will be good because Marcel. You're right. Marcelo is getting a bit old, and um, David Alba is very fast and he and he's a good crosser. So um, and he can also um, and he can also um, he can do good passes. For for example, if there's a situation where there's a, a defender in defender in front of him, he can pass maybe back to maybe back to one of the centre backs maybe. Yeah, and he's yeah he's very quick, so he can go up the field very quickly. Yes. He's like a um, older version of Reese James, who can who he can play as a re um, a left winger if needed, a left midfielder as I said. So he can go in and he can go for those fantastic crosses. But uh, what are you, you going to say? Um, no, you're right. Yeah, he's very fast and he can. I think he will be good at. I think he's a good left back and he's a good defender, and um, I think he'll also be good as left mid. But I don't think they're gonna play him as left mid. Yeah, that's true. They are very um locked in positions. They have, they have Junior. Yeah, they have Vinicius Junior playing there. But um, if needed, he can go to anywhere. And we know that Real Madrid have a tendency. Um, uh, their players have a tendency to get a lot of injuries. Or short term or long term doesn't really matter. Uh, Roman has been really up for the situation today, but um, let's go to our final transfer of the episode. The final transfer of the episode is Jesse Lingard to the Hammers, which are West Ham United. Yes. So um, Jesse Lingard hasn't got a lot of game time this season. Um, uh, I haven't really thought about this, but um, I've heard that 
Um, he he's obviously wanted to go. Tottenham have uh, stayed interested. Um, uh, maybe you can. They said that they want a replacement um, for Deli Ali first before they go in for um, another player. Obviously, uh, Deli Ali is a very special player. Who can play like for Cam Winger or centre mid, so they need somebody who can um copy that. Uh, Lingard is obviously that person, um, but uh, Hammers have advanced in talks and um have um and de- I think a deal has been agreed, and um, but they're still doing uh all of the talking and deals and everything, but um I think that he needs to, he needs to go to a better place. I think he's twenty six, twenty five now. No. Uh, yeah, tw- no, twenty. I think twenty, twenty six. I'm gonna say twenty six. Um, his career is not. It's not coming to the to an end, obviously. But um, he needs to go and get. He needs to go and get some game time. Unlike Dele Alli, Dele Alli has still have has a little time to pick out a club. Um, if even if he wants to, he still has time to fight for for space. But um. Now with all these young players being linked with United, Amadiallo um went to the club, and these international players, Owen Haaland, um, uh, I think Facundo Mendia or Mendia went was linked with um, uh, the the um Red Devils, but um, he needs he needs to leave the club soon, um, or or he needs to prove himself, um, soon. So um, I think the Hammers would be a great destination for him, um. When I was I, I was thinking more of an Everton, but Everton is very is a very stereotypical um club if you're going to a mid table place. Um, West Ham, um, they I think they still have side Ben Rama, but um, uh, uh, and I think they now they want to lock the deal with twenty million euros or something like that. But um, he needs to go, I think he needs to go to the Hammers, or if he can't get that through, maybe Wolves. I don't know. But um, what do you have to say, Rom? Um, I think it's a good offer because I don't think ham- the Hammers have any comes because Jesselin has come and um he'll I think he, I he may fit to the team he may have um good tactics for the other players yeah like um for example if they pass to him he can pass um back to someone in space he's a good he's a good crosser and um he's also a good midfielder and he can pass the ball he can pass real, real quick but do you yeah, think this is a good transfer um a bit but if yes or no um yes okay and um if this transfer doesn't go in yeah you're right he can go to maybe Wolves Spurs Everton yeah. yeah so um Thank you for listening to this episode of Footy Gazette Podcast. Uh, Rumors Global Part 1. Make sure to um, catch Rumors Global Part 2. Um, was sponsored by Anchor Podcast. Go and check that out if you want to create a podcast. Um, uh, stay tuned to FGP and we'll catch you later. Bye. Bye.